The following program was originally broadcast in 2007. For our people in Mother Earth, this is Bing Bingham. People are taking a break from ceremonies and speeches at the 50th anniversary of the flooding of Salido Falls. Let's listen in as folks talk about their impression of events. Chief Delvis Heath. I'm here because uh, uh, the commemoration of the Salido Falls and also my mother-in-law's 94th birthday. What's her name? My, her name is Lola Stehai, and she's been here. Her youngest son was two years old when they moved in the village here, and she's been here all this time. And so I'm behind her and backing her up, and I'm from Warm Springs, Oregon. Would you like to wish her a happy birthday on the air? Sure, I'd like to wish my mother-in-law, Lotus, a happy 94th birthday and hope she has many more. What, uh, were you were you here when uh, when Salilo was flooded? Uh, yes, I, I was, wasn't uh, personally here when it flooded, but I was. I used to come down and play with a lot of young young men that was there. A lot of them are gone now. But I see one came in and offered him my chair. Moses Thompson was growed up here. He growed up here. I saw him come in and. And I gladly gave up my chair to him because I knew his uh, older brother well. I was with his older brother and played with him from around the falls and whatever. We're not supposed to go down there and play, but he was the chief's son, so he knew how we could sneak around and get across to the island. So we went across there and then we'd come right back. And we're, young kids weren't allowed to go across or to play around near the water. But the, they were here from here, and I come down from Warm Springs to visit, and I enjoyed it. So I enjoyed a lot of the falls when it was here. This must be kind of a sad occasion for you today. It is. It's very sad for all the people. It's like you somebody passed away, someone's gone, someone they really delved dearly, or somebody that's well-known all over. It's well-known to all our people, the Indian people all over the world. And used to come down. It's a World Trade Center for the people here. They learned how to preserve the fish without freezing. They learned how to preserve the fish without... Uh, and Lewis and Clark recognized that when he came down, he could see the sacks and sacks of salmon sacked up and how they preserved and put it away and traded for it. World Trade Center coming from all, all over. Is there anything you'd like to say to the folks that weren't able to make it here today from the reservation? Uh, many of our people did not come. The young people will not know the history of what, what is here. And a lot of our people from the Warm Springs Indian Reservoir weren't able to come down because uh, young things do a lot of different things. Where the old people in the 50s and 60s, when there was something recognized, they all dropped everything they were doing and came. Today, you can't get people. And because of what their young people are doing, and they enjoy doing so, I'm uh, just for young people on the reservation. So uh, we're here for you, and we're representing you, and we're, we're, you will hear about it when we get back. 
For some, the event was a sad affair. For others, they focused on the activities. Oregon Attorney General Hardy Myers. I really think it's kind of a sacred day of remembrance because of the special significance of the falls in the lives of, of uh, natives for so many, so many years, thousands of years. And so it's really quite a sober occasion, I think, to reflect on the loss that's been sustained. If I recall correctly, you're a Central Oregon fellow. Were you here when the falls were inundated? I was in high school when the falls were inundated. I believe I recall seeing the falls uh, at least once or twice when I was growing up. Uh, and I, I, I think I vaguely can remember reading in the newspaper about the fact that they had been they had been inundated. My name's I'm Harry D. Miller III, and I live in Warm Springs, Oregon. What are you doing up here today? I come up here to got the um, um, Salilo um, fishing what they have up here, like the canoe dance and the Wasco dancing, and had pretty fun up here so far. What? Uh, what are you involved in any of the goings on? Um, I just help my nephews and my grandmother get all the for the Wasco dances, getting them ready and all that, so they can have fun. You're not dancing. No, not yet. Are you going to dance? Yeah, one of these days, yeah, I'll get out there with them and show them that it's fun out there to be dancing. Is there anything you want to say to the folks on the reservation about uh, what kind of time everybody's having up here? Yeah, just like I say, it's all fun. Everybody's all having fun and games and waiting for the stick game to go on. And so next time, next year, you guys should come up and have fun with us. <laughs> they missed a the time. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good time. People from all walks of life gathered at the 50th anniversary of the flooding of Salido Falls. For Louis Pitt, the tribe's director of government affairs and planning, the moment is bittersweet. Well, I'm old enough, and I think there's a lot of elders older than me that remember how wonderful it was uh, in the day when we could fish and uh, just be Indians and live Indian, uh, eat Indian and uh, on the river, on a whole lot of things besides Celilo. But Celilo was just such a uniquely wonderful place and uh, meeting with relatives and singing and dancing and uh, fishing and trading and so on. And So when it was flooded, a whole heck of a lot of things changed. Do you, do you recall ever having, do you recall seeing Celilo running? Sure, I was a kid that uh, we weren't allowed to get too close down there, but we could get uh, to where we could just watch a, a fisherman from a safe spot, kind of the tourist spot. I know we shared that with a lot of uh, uh, non-Indians in the area. And just watch, and uh, guys would pull in some fish here and there. You could always hear them. And um, remember the smell of the place, and the, uh, the it was always cooler down there. And again, it's just always good to be around family and relatives. Is uh, what's your favorite part? Do you have a favorite memory of Salido Falls? Well, it was just um, being able to be with my relatives and um, oh, be with some of my cousins from both sides of the river. My dad was enrolled in Yakima, and my mom Warm Springer, and so it's nice to get together and um, just uh, be family. So it means family to you, family and and close people that are close to you. Yeah, sure. Um, you know the. Uh, cousins, first cousins, second cousins, uh, aunts, um, 
uh, uncles uh, all had stories about uh, kind of their lives up and down the river and uh, some really interesting kind of risque stories about Celilo and areas down here. Should I ask you any of those? No, you better not. <laughs> Is there anything you want to say to the folks on the reservation that didn't make it up here today? Well, I'm sorry folks didn't make it up here. This is um, just kind of a sweet, sad event that, uh, you know, trying to heal, move on from here, and uh, not let uh, kind of the losses that we've had, the takings, and some people would say that uh, progress has done to us, and we're still here, and that's to be something to celebrate. And there's uh, uh, people from all over the place, Puyallup folks come down here, Chinook folks come down here, the chairman's here. Uh, Four of the tribes are here from the river, and um, a lot of our guests that are non-Indians are here just looking on, and I think, uh, you know, we all uh, hurt from the loss of uh, such a wonderful uh, uh, gift from the creators, the falls. Alan Slickpoo, Jr., son of a Nez Perce elder from Kamea, Idaho, remembers his father's fights for the Columbia River salmon. We're here um, observing and commemorating the inundated when the falls, when the Dalles Dam locks, cl locks closed and uh, filled the water up and closed the falls down. From generation to generation, our people have fished here for years and years, and our, the future generations ahead will continue to fish and exercise this lifestyle because the salmon is very important to us. Uh, it's like a crucifix or a Bible to other religions. That's how important it is to us and, and our belief. Would you tell me a little bit about your father and his part in uh, uh, working to save Salido Falls? Yes, my father carries the same name. He's Alan Slickwood Sr. Uh, back in the early 50s, he was on a tribal council serving in Esper's tribe, and he traveled to Oregon and Washington to meet with the government over there, and also the federal government in Washington, D.C., and um, trying to stop and prevent the Dallas Dam from going in. But regardless of all the appeals that the many different tribes here along the Columbia River, Warm Springs, Nez Perce, Yakima, Umatilla, the, despite all the appeals that we attempted, or they attempted at that time, uh, it was pretty much a done deal and the government was just willing to negotiate a settlement at that time, even though it's something that we didn't want. It's like the treaties of 1855 that we did not want, that we're more or less forced into an agreement. Is that? Is there anything that you'd like to say? This is from Warm Springs Radio. Is there anything that you'd like to say to the folks on that reservation uh, regarding Salilo Falls? Well, to all the people in the Warm Springs Reservation, uh, uh, the Yakima Reservation, the Umatilla, you know, the, I spoke here before uh, for my father that we have relatives. All of us people are uh, Sahaptan-speaking people, and we um, all have family ties, and that's something that we have to keep together as as sister tribes. We need to maintain that unity, the Warm Springs, Umatilla, Nez Perce, and Yakima, and for the benefit of the future, you know, for the children, uh, they might be able to catch what fish we do have left. And I, I appreciate the delegation here of the Warm Springs tribe, and thank the Warm Springs Radio today. Thank you. For better or worse, the Bureau of Indian Affairs has been intimately involved in Native business for many years. Regional BIA Director Stanley Speaks talks about the 50th anniversary of the flooding of Salilo Falls. We've made every effort over the years to try to accomplish this, try to take care of uh, promises that were made uh, 
when the Dow, Dow Down was built and then, uh, of course, uh, the inundation of the uh, uh, Salalo Falls. And uh, it's just been a long, long time coming. For instance, the Corps of Engineers uh, started out about eight years ago uh, uh, building the uh, treaty access sites. And uh, fortunately, uh, they were able to uh, uh, tie that uh, uh, funding and that project uh, to this village and uh, find the funds to just rebuild this whole uh, Salalo village completely. And it's a, it's a big project for us, and we're just anxious to see it through uh, for the people. They really deserve it. Is there anything else happening on that front uh, uh, currently now? Is there anything that uh, the BIA is working on? Well, right now there's not um, any um, uh, other projects underway uh, once the, uh, the treaty sites uh, are all completed and in this village. But in the, in, you know, in, in the future, certainly, uh, hopefully, um, we can look at uh, maybe working with um, some particular entity and, and try to come up uh, uh, with funds to uh, to build other homes for uh, other uh, uh, Indian people that are on, uh, living on the gorge uh, that uh, are in need. And so you know that's that's a distant project, but it's it's a real possibility. And so uh, hopefully we can do that. But along with uh, with this village here, uh, you know, there's there's other opportunities here. Uh, probably needs to, to have a uh, probably a new school here or close by. Uh, probably some some type of economic and business development that will help support you know the village. And the other thing is, is jobs. We've got to look for jobs for the people here and try, if possible, to get them uh, uh, employed so they can make uh, a decent living. Is there anything that uh, folks on the Warm Springs Reservation can do to hurry that along, or is, is there anything that could work like that? Well, it would be, um, it would be very nice if the, uh, if the tribe uh, was successful in getting their... Uh, uh, Getting their casino located um, uh, in the in the gorge, uh, whether it's Cascade Locks or Hood River, whatever it may be, because that would give uh, you know uh, opportunity for a lot of people to uh, to work. Anything you want to say to the folks on the Warm Springs Reservation? I just want to tell the um, the tribe how much I appreciate them. Um, not only the, the tribal council, but uh, the Warm Springs people. They're very warm and, and uh, very kind people, and uh, I truly uh, love just working with them. They're nice people. For Warm Springs Community Radio, KWSO 91.9 FM, this has been Our People and Mother Earth.